I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast tonight at 6pm on YouTube. Got another episode of the off-season dropping where we go through the most complete players of all time. Now we're looking for the most complete players of all time because our challenge is to build the best 1-13 to possible out of one individual player. So me, Matty and Jackson Hastings joins us once again to go through and pick one player that we'd build our best 13 out of. So that means the one individual player, fullback, wing, centre, 5'8", halfback, front row, hooker, second row lock, you name it. Every single position, you're going to have to give somewhere, whether it's a bit of size, a kicking game, a bit of speed somewhere, but you need to pick one player for all those spots. It's going to be very interesting. Now, when we were having that chat, we got a little bit distracted and we got into a really deep Immortals chat. So I just thought that I would clip that up for you guys. As you know, the off-season is exclusive to YouTube. So you can go there and watch it tonight, 6pm, but I thought I would clip up this little chat about the Immortals because I thought it was probably the best 15 or 20 minutes of the entire episode. I hand it over now to the Matty the Waterboy, Jackson Hastings and myself, taking a deep dive into the Immortals. You want to hear another weird thing? Like This is what, like, this is shows how weird I am. How he strapped his thumbs. Strapped both his thumbs, Freddie. Yeah, why? I, I just, I just, it's just a memory in my head. Like, that's one thing. Like, when I said to you last show about Ben Hornby's one yeah. blue leg skin, like, I remember weird shit like that. Like, <laughs> How he just strapped both his thumbs with like the thin elastoplast tape. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. That. Freddie, so like being a like a Roosters fan, or I can't really say that anymore. I was a Roosters fan. Yeah. But like, yeah, Freddie was Freddie was it for me as a kid. Like it was always Freddie and Joey. Like everyone loved Joey. It doesn't matter who you supported. Like all my mates yeah. at school went for like Para, whoever. But they're like, oh my god, Andrew Johns, because he was like a like there. But like for me, Freddie was on the same same level, and I still just don't understand why. No one puts him in, or not no one, why he's not putting that breath more often. Mm. It kind of confuses me a little bit, especially with his record in terms of winning. Not only at club footy, like Origins, Kangaroo Tours, like. Especially like, for like as we said, like he's won Dalian positional awards in three different spots. That's unbelievable. So people are to- tossing up. Who do people toss up to be the next immortal? Darren Lockyer's one. 
Yeah, Mal Meninga's one. Well, he's already Mal's there. Oh, sorry, Mal's yeah. there. My bad. Mal's already there. But people always talk about Lockie, and Lockie's a freak. But Freddie's got an argument. I'd, I'd Freddie's my next one for sure. So how many comps did Lockie win? He played in some dominant sides at Brizzy. He won the '97 Super League, if you want to count that. '98, yeah, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2006. So including yeah. Super League, you're looking at four. So there's four, and did, how many tests? Lockie played a lot of tests as well, didn't he? he? Holds the record. He, he's fifty. I think he's fifty-two. Could even be close. In to Queensland 16. games, does he hold the record for that too, or is Cam Smith got have it? Smith's got that now. Smith's thirty-eight, I think it was in Origin, was it thirty-eight Origins, which yeah. is a joke. So Some people yeah, don't play thirty-eight you only get to NRL play games. Three a year. That's is it thirty-eight? Have a look. It's something like that. I, I, I personally think like Lockie, Freddie, and we're getting off topic here, and this might be another one for another day. I also reckon Brett Kenny. Oh yeah, oh, he see he's underrated as well, but like he's also not underrated. Like it depends. All the underrated oh, stuff. Fuck that, he's underrated, bro. Hundred percent, he's underrated. Oh. oh, I I think it's so underappreciated that Brett Kenny was the best player on the field for the biggest game of every single year. Grand final day, he was. He he's got the 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 tag of being the greatest five eight I reckon in the world at the time in Australia, and then when he went to England as well, because what he did at Wigan. Like that, they talk about that. Like I've him, Blake Green, and and Baz. They all did certain things over there. But he scored the first try at Wembley or something. He's got mm-hmm. some sort of record like that yeah. in front of ninety five thousand. He talks about it when he ever gets interviewed. But Bert, like, well, he he when he won his first comp in what was it nineteen eighty or eighty one. He's got the greatest try in the grand final history too. By the oh, way, oh yeah, like that show and go. Sometimes well, I feel like the bloke just fell for it on, on purpose. <laughs> where, where are you going? Well, he when he won his first come in, in comp in 1981. His first what? His first time. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I might have got away with it. That's okay. <laughs> cut it, cut it. <laughs> oh, Carmichael Hunt got me. Um, when he won his first comp in 1981, he made his debut in 1980. He played eight games. Oh, and then on. a year later, he won a, he won a grand final. He scored two tries. 82, he came back, he scored two tries. 83, he came back, he scored two tries. 82 and 83, he was back-to-back man of the match in grand finals. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's crazy. He was 23, and he had three premierships and two back-to-back. How many tries did he get? He got over 100, how to have, surely. 110, he was a fucking 5'8". <laughs> you, you have a look through all those grand finals that Parramatta played. Yeah. There, was, there was 81, 82, 83, 84 and 86, I think it was. And they, or, or they lost anyway. There was five grand finals in that time. They only lost one of them, and all, I think they scored thirteen tries altogether, and he scored six of them. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? And there hasn't been a team that's won three grand finals since. Do you reckon they will be this year if the Tigers don't? If we don't, Penrith have got a pretty good shout. I think. I just they just well they haven't done them any favors. Taken happy though, just quietly. He's going to be big for us, isn't he? Like yeah, just massive. so. In terms of deception around the rock, I, I haven't seen anything like it. Got to play for him a bit at Manly. Um, oh, you would have too. Weirdly, yeah. when he when I went on though, he went to half and I went to hooker, um, which I never kind of understood. But anyway, his deception in terms of hiding the ball and knowing what the first marker is going to do, so how he's going to beat the first marker, then how he's going to suck A in, what B's going to do. Like Cam's a goat, obviously, like bar none. But in terms of rock play. Coruscant's got a, actually a case to be the craftiest ever around the ruck. And people can take that however they want. Like, 
He's so good around the ruck. I, well, I, I always say that I don't think Penrith win or make any of the last two grand finals if they don't sign Appy a couple of years ago. I didn't realise how much of an impact he had on that team until he came off the bench in the... What game did he come off the bench? Was it the prelim? Or was it the game before that when they were down? Who were they down to? Souths. Yeah, what what yeah. game was that prelim? Was that, no, that, was that during the regular season? And then they did it during the finals this year? No, no, it was the finals game because Souths were up in that finals game, weren't they? And then Penrith come home strong. Wasn't it 12-0 or something? It was 12-0. It was 12 0. Yeah, and you're then right. Coruscant come on and the game yeah. just went back. So, yeah, so, yeah, you're right. right. So, Kenny was on the field first. Yeah. South up 12 0. Coruscant comes on and then bang, yeah. bang, bang. And that's no disrespect to Mitch Kenny because he's as tough but as But, Guru, you're right. The first time they trialed that was against South as well. Yeah. So, it happened three times this year and two of them were against South. What do you reckon the theory is behind that? Do you reckon it's to take the, the bash out of the game? Because front on defensively, he's. More than sound, like he's a good yeah, fun on the defender. It takes a lot. This is why, and I, I said this around Origin time. I couldn't believe Freddie. I couldn't believe Freddie started with Appy and brought Cook off the bench. I, I reckon he should have done the other way around, hundred percent. I can is. see both arguments though, because the th- I get the the take the thing out of the game, the bash, the barge, and Cook's speed is like that, obviously off the mark. So I could get it with tired forwards, but then again. When you're tired in the middle, and I know this because I'm a middle forward, <laughs> when you have to make decisions under fatigue, oh, mate. I would rather James Fisher-Harris run at me and elbow me and sit me on my ass every day than like get someone around the ruck doing this mad deceptive plays. But would you have Freddie in your all-time team, do you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He'd be my 13. He's I, your 13? He's 100% my next immortal. But yeah, he's definitely he, my so team somewhere. So this is how good he was as a player. He could be in your all-time team as centre, mm-hmm. at 5'8", at lock, a pinch on an edge if you if you randomly wanted to put him there. Mm. Like you were that, desperate and you wanted to get him in? Yeah. 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 But still, you've got three other spots you can pick him in. And, but no one had bat an eyelid up. I'll, I'll just throw in, he played three games in front row at uh, 995. What? Yeah. Did he really? Three games in a row in front row. <laughs> Kicked a field goal as well. Hey, he was randomly good at kicking field. Not randomly, but yeah, like, he, he was clutch. He, yeah. Just popped he was him anyway. clutch, man. He had a good floater too, Freddie. Like, oh. and, and no one used to speak about it as a floater back in the day. Obviously, Nathan's got the best one we've seen, but like Freddie's floater was pretty good, man. I remember, like, especially in that 2000 period, he, I, I, it must have been something he worked at in his game because when he, from 2000 onwards, he became a short side master too. It was something mm. he didn't do at the start of his career. Obviously, as you mature and whatnot. But I remember from that, you know, 2000 onward when the Rooster had that real peak year, whenever you'd see him peel down the short side, yeah. it was just I, – I, I think I've heard him talk about before that they had a call at the Roosters. I think it was – I think the word was Henry or something they used to use that was just, I need it now. Yeah. No, no arguments, I need it now. And I think that was his pet play. If you watch him in that 2002 grand final, he puts, um, he puts Craig Wing over. That was one of those Henry plays. He just came he down put he put Shannon Hegarty over too, didn't he? I'm sure he does in one of the well, grand mate, you finals. You watch that grand finals, that first one. It's a really close battle, and they're coming out of their own end. The Chooks, and then he takes this run through the middle, where he just goes bang, 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 makes a couple of meters, and then Hegarty scores the first try. For the he played he played he played five eight so different to everyone else, where he played as a thirteen, where he, if they needed something, he'd try and come up with an inspirational run, and then two plays later, he's playing that crafty half roll. Yeah, now that we're talking about it more and, like, you, your mind goes back to all the things you remember about Freddie, like, he's – arguably he's criminally un- underrated in the sense that 
he needs to be spoken about like in way higher terms than what he is. He should be an immortal already, in my opinion. When are they doing the next immortal? Is there any chat on that? <laughs> I think it's a bit of a lottery. And God knows. And when was the, was? But it's m- going to be tough now because you got to put Cam Smith in. Yeah, but don't you have yeah, to? Yeah, but you have to wait five years. Oh, Jesus! So how many years have you been retired? Did they wait Two? five years on Joey? Yeah, they did, didn't they? Joey? No, I don't think well, so. I don't think they did. But that is the rule now. Okay. Yeah. So who? There's. But I, I think also we're getting to the point now where if you're going to put Sterling or Kenny in, I think it's going to have to be now. Or it's probably going to move past them. On achievements, how doesn't Kronk make it either, though? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Like, we're talking about greatest halfbacks ever. Like, is he the most winning? He's the best winner ever. Winningest? Is that the word? Winningest yeah, It is a word. You know what? The, the, next, the next Immortals was scheduled to be 2022 this year. I don't know what's happened. How, what's the max they can do at once? They're doing two at a time. Oh. Well. So, Smith, so you can't do Smith yet. I'd probably go one of them, and then I'd go Freddie. Wait, so if we're doing one of them, that means Lockyer misses out. Who's one of that? You mean Sterling or Kenny or one yeah, of those? Yeah. yeah. But that means Lockyer misses out. True. But um, I reckon if Lockyer misses out this time, you could still induct Lockyer in next time. Whereas I, I think if, if you if you put in Lockyer and Freddie now, for me that rules out Kenny and Sterling. And, and I, maybe that is how it goes. And I, but I think you have to put Freddie before Lockyer as well. If 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 nothing else, based on... Time in like how old they are. Fair. Yeah, they're pretty close, aren't they? They're pretty close, but Freddie's just a little bit younger. Like he started when he was in school in 1989 or something. Well, what? Fr- Freddie retired in 04. 04. Yeah. Lockie was 11. See, I reckon one of them. I reckon one of them misses out though. Uh, I don't think you can have Freddie and Lockie if you're going to induct Sterling or um, Bert. Bert. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, can you have? Can you have too many of one position as an immortal? Or is it immortal can be whatever you want? I think want? this is the whole thing. Immortals is it is what it is. There doesn't like there's rules, but we'll break them whenever we want, realistically. Like I I I reckon at some point they'll like I reckon this era of your Smiths, your Kronks, your GIs, there's so many to pick from in this group that I reckon eventually they're gonna have to break that two rule and induct. You'll start seeing more middle forwards, I reckon, as the game opens up a bit as well. Like their careers will possibly extend because it'd be shorter sharper stints but there's some that are going to win more like if Isaiah Yo wins three comps in a row for example wins this world cup wins four origin series for example in the future his resume starts adding up to like all these grand finals all these Australian caps all these you got to start saying well does he does he make it I disagree I don't think it's going to go that way Solely because we just sat here, we spoke about Lockie, we spoke about Freddie, we speak about moments. Mm. It's moments that, yeah, true. That, that set players apart in rugby league. Isaiah, I agree with you, mate. At the end of his career, he will have – it's similar to a Bradley Clyde. Yeah. But it's moments. It's moments that really separate you. That's why there's no other forwards in there, realistically. Yeah, true. And you look at it like a Jason Tamalolo, like he's one that I think that if he, he – I don't think he'll be an immortal, but he's one that – if he, if he was to win three comps in a row now, which Cooper Cronk did, it's not impossible. Yeah. He's a guy that you could look back and go, okay, he won the Dallium. He was the first forward to do it in 30 fucking years. He, he defected to Tonga. He made international rugby league what it is. To, to become an immortal as a forward, I think you've got to have big moments. Sam, for example, we got the 2014 grand final that we look back on. 
But outside of that, what other moments do you look at Sam that are legendary all time sort of things? It's a fair, Compared to yeah. your Joey's and your friends, and and it's this is you're talking about the absolute apex of rugby league players. What about Sam's international moments? Because he had the the shot on Fui when he was 18 years old, was yep, he? Yep, very Like young. that's if you if we're talking about iconic moments, Fui Fui was probably the most feared prop in the world at that point. Like yep. in terms of like the big back fence run, mm-hmm. and Sam sat him down like comfortably as an 18 year old middle forward in his first ever start, and he was playing with blokes like Jamie Peacock and people like that that were. Renowned for these big tough guys, Sam's try against New Zealand in the semi-final when Sean ends up winning them the game. That's one of the best games of rugby league you'll ever watch. Ever. Um, but but at the end of the day, when we're comparing the absolute best yeah. to the best, what are you going to value more—an international moment or a state of origin moment? Then does that does that rule out all? Like, then, Unfairly, I think. Unfortunately, it does. Just right. by. And it shouldn't, but I think the way that our minds work and the way that we we look back on moments, I, I think that you have to be playing state of origin. Right. I think it's tough if you're not. And, and it's unfair. I completely agree it's mm. unfair. But it's it's tough to become the absolute peak unless you're doing it in grand finals and state of origins and hopefully the international landscape will change. Yeah, I feel I, – I, I get what you're saying. I, I do feel like people that play 50 tests for their countries and, and – like, for example, Benji won the World Cup mm. and Benji's obviously got the iconic moment with the flick pass. He also played over 300 games. He's also my coach, so hopefully he's listening to this. <laughs> nah, but no seriousness, like, um, people like him and Stacey deserve definitely a shout, in my own opinion. Um, obviously, there's English people that have come over to the NRL, like Sam, that have had those iconic moments in big games. And I don't know what the criteria is in terms of stuff like that, but um, they've all had... Definitely iconic moments. It just depends on if you count how much they've won at Clubland and stuff like that. I think, but but like I, I look at a guy like like Benji and Stace, for example. I agree that they deserve shouts. But where I would have to draw the line is that Stacey never won a comp, right? And for Benji, one, one in 05. But as I said earlier, I remember the 05 team as Scott Prince's team. True, it's not Benji's team. Right. Whereas I look at the Roosters 02, Freddie's, Freddie's team. team. Yeah. I look at 01 Knights. Joey's team. I look yeah. at 06 Brisbane. And, and as I said, you are talking about the top 0.001%. So you've got to separate them in a ruthless fucking way. Yeah, true. To put them in the greatest, what is it, 13 players yeah, of all time, Immortals? Now, yeah, 13 or 14 now. So you get to these ruthless conversations. where, exactly. And then you can go, okay, well, where's Lockie and Freddie's Dalian medal? It's oh, it's not a great system. I get it. But did either of them. Joey not, had three of them. Did either so of them not win a Dalian? Neither no. of them. Freddie got. Uh, player of the tournament in 97 Split competition though Does Golden Boot count for Does Golden Boot cross off a Dally M? Because for me. Hi I'm Daniel Founder of Pretty Litter Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way After losing my cat Gingy So I created Pretty Litter A health monitoring litter That helps detect early signs of illness By changing colours Saving you money And potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The only reason I say that is because that makes you the best player in the world. Mm. That's a Dally M. That's a hard question because you play in the hardest comp in the world, and to be the best player. 
over 26 weeks, battling injuries, playing against the best players in the world is, is obviously hard. But then when you play an international tournament and you get named the best player in the whole world in both competitions, I mean, that's going to hold some weight. Yeah. No, I'd, I, I definitely agree. Because you got, you got Benji who won the golden boot. You got Inglis who won the golden boot. And, like, I put that up with Dallium. When I talk about those two, it's pretty high, man. Oh, like, I just constantly feel like with that golden boot that when it's handed out, sometimes I sit there and go, "Is he the best player in the world right now?" Yeah, because they pick it off that tournament alone, or the international, international. calendar of that year, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Which, I, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Like, and, and you look through some of these golden boot winners, uh, like 2018, uh, Tommy is it Tommy Makinson? Makinson, Yeah. Like I, I, I don't even know anything about Makinson, really, yeah. to be honest with you. Uh, when you think about some of the guys, for example, that I know were playing in the NRL in 2018, I probably respectfully question that one, right. obviously. Um, did, did Roger win it in 19? 19, yep. Yeah. Like Sean, Sean Johnson won, won it. Sean Johnson won it in 2014. Sean Johnson 14. won it. 2014, he won it. Was that so. the last World Cup year? Was that the World Cup year when he scored that try? Uh, no, it wouldn't have been. That eight. was seven. Uh, 17, 13 yeah. That was 13 13 See, and like, That was when he, That was when Johnson chased down um, GI In that In that test match I'll never forget that Oh yeah it was too Yeah 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 That's fast And for example I look at 2014 Sean Johnson won the golden boot His team didn't make finals that year And I understand the Dahlia medal Obviously it's got its downfalls as well There's no doubt about that whatsoever in my mind It could potentially have more downfalls But some of the the way that we do our rugby league awards with Dally M's and Golden Boots and even your Immortals, how it's like, no one fucking knows how. You, you, you know what the original story about the Dally M's, the the Immortals is? No. Nah. It was a um, what was it? It was a wine or something that Rugby League Week created. I don't even know. Yeah, if you look it up, it was like a wine that they created that they were trying to sell, and they had they had they had six or seven of them, so they came up with the original Immortals. And then the Rugby League or the NRL or something brought it off Rugby League Week and it just blew up to be this huge thing. But it was eventually, it was first of all to sell these six, I, I think they might have been bottles of port. Right. And that's how it started. Are they going to cap it? Because you can't end up with 100 immortals, can yeah. you? Because that, does that take away the rare air that they sit in? It can't stay the way it is. Something's got to... I, I reckon they should make... They, I, I think they should cut it off and go, Freddie, Lockie, Immortals, Kenny, Sterling, whoever, and then start something new from 2000 onwards. Who votes for it? I don't even know who votes for it. It's changed over it's the years. It's a panel that yeah. changes every few years. So to get voting, it's just opinion-based then? Pretty uh, much, yeah. I, I reckon you should finish every 20 years... I reckon there should be five nominees. Pick the two of them, make it out of that. And then I reckon that out of the next 20 years, there's five there that you pick. And I reckon the three that missed out from the last five, they get another re-nomination if they still don't make it They there. do do something like that, don't they? Don't they nominate? They do nominate. They, 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 they do nominate, yeah. yeah. And then, it, and then you, oh, I think you get two bites at it. Okay, right. That's what I'm saying. I think that Sterling and Kenny, this is going to be their second bite at the cherry. And if right. they miss it now, I think they'll miss it for good. So that's where... It'd be hard to put one of them in and not the other, though, wouldn't it? Very hard. How do you do it? 
Just a reminder one last time, guys, we've got this full episode dropping tonight at 6pm on YouTube. Go to YouTube, type in Rugby League Guru, and the next episode of the off-season will be available there where we pick one player, the most complete player we can think of, to fill all 13 positions in one team. And it's an absolutely cracking chat. We all pick three different players. We speak about the best of the rest, and we also have a really good in-depth chat on the Immortals, which you guys just heard then. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.